from the UK to the USA. You're rocking with the EC Twins. Hey, how you doing, guys? Welcome to the EC Twins podcast, episode two. Still uh, quarantined like crazy, bleeding money. No way to make any money, so... Yeah, just uh, literally uh, had a text message from somebody in Boston saying, hey, just saw your Boston show got cancelled, so... I sort of had that one as a yardstick as well when all this started. I was like, surely by Yeah, we'll be back of... by Boston. Yeah, surely we'll be everything back Everything was like... Was everything like Southern California? All our shows were like... Until we went on the road again. Yeah, realistically. Like festivals and shows. Yeah, and we have a song out on Friday, so that's sort of May the 1st, and we had a tour planned around that. Actually, we have two songs out uh, on Hexagon Records, which is a guy called Don Diablo's uh, label, and we planned a tour around that. And I thought, yeah, by Boston, we'll, we'll... But it turns out you you heard that from a fan, not even from the promoter. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Or our management. They, it hasn't got to them yet, but the fans already know. So, oh, so uh, yeah, you know, as we just sit here bleeding money, Mark's growing his eyebrows out. Mark seems to be growing his eyebrows. Yeah, they are really bad. Just I've need tri- to comb them up with a with a toothbrush and cut them. I've tried, man. I've tried. Have you really tried? What with food scissors? Yeah, any scissors, paper scissors. Ah, well, well, I'll deal with it later. But they are getting really bad, and part of me is just like Jeremy Clarkson. Part of me is just letting them gl- grow out, just based on principle. But uh, yeah, it is getting beyond a bit of a joke. Yeah. So we just decided to do some podcasts where we'd, I don't know, tell you some funny stories, hang out with you, make you laugh, because there's a lot of doom and gloom out there. Um, and that's de- how we deal with it. Depending on which conspiracy theory you want to believe this week. I'm uh, this week. I think I'm. I think I'm still on Bill Gates has created it and to try and sell a vaccine to everybody in the world and implant is, a chip in our heads. Yeah. So it's like Corona virus ID that was developed in 2019. Coronavirus identification vaccine, COVID vaccine. Yeah, no. Coronavirus. What's the, what's the vaccine bit? Well, that's what, because he's not said, bothered about the vaccine. He wants to ID chip you. Yeah. So, coronavirus ID, ID. 2019, because it was developed in 2019, so COVID 19. <laughs> I mean, whatever. But, I mean, we're, we're partially. What the hell do we know? Absolutely. We're DJs. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know, but you don't know either. You know, there are people saying it's a hoax. Uh, highly unlikely. It seems to be something's happening. something's happening. But then there are other people on the other side who believe everything that mainstream media says, and they're like, "It's a five." They call seven. anybody who doesn't believe everything that mainstream media says like lock, walking lockstep with what they say. Yeah. They call them a, a conspiracy theorist. We're sixty percent sure. I had it already, right? I mean, I, I was, mean, we, we. I mean, I was wicked sick. A in lot January. of people were wicked sick in January. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. it is scary. It's scary. It could just be a flu that was created by somebody eating bat soup. Oh no, you get China created it to kill America. America America created it to kill China. And then, I, yeah, I've had... They like, created it to kill <laughs> Kim Jong-un. Seemed to have done a good job of that. We all I mean, know. is he dead or... By I, the time I, you're watching... I didn't post be. a single thing. I watched everybody post it and I thought, I'm going to wait and see. But know. if he died, it's because he's... I think, he, is he 300 pounds and 5 foot 6? 300 pounds? And 5 foot 6. That's heavy, 300 pounds. 300 pounds. That's what they said. That's what somebody said. Whew. Look at how many chins he has. He's just... Yeah, but we're what one seventy five and overweight. Six <laughs> foot two, yeah. Six foot two. Well, yeah, he's fat. He eats cheese. That's yeah. all he does. He eats cheese and drinks wine. 
that fat little rich kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we just decided to tell some funny stories and the funny stories for us come when gigs sucked because uh, it's not funny to tell you about gigs that went well. Yeah. The funny is in the suck. We listened to a, a podcast by a DJ duo, a, a big DJ duo who we may or may not have been in a physical altercation with. In the Hamptons. May have been fists thrown, but this isn't hip hop. Nobody here is uh, claiming to be tough. No. Nope. Fortunately, they weren't fighters either, so... Uh, Even less so than us, it would appear. Yeah, <laughs> but thank God. <laughs> but um, we listened to <coughs> we listened to their radio show the other day, and it was like, oh my God, we did Denver, and it was, it was a dope show. Denver's dope, bro. Yeah, like when we went to Atlanta, it was dope. Atlanta's dope, and bro. And like our boys, remember, it was so funny, they came in on like a private jet. Oh, our boys are dope, bro. Their like, private jet was dope, bro. Dude, if you're looking for people who fly a who come go everywhere and like literally everywhere on a private jet, this is the boys. And it's like, that's not funny. Where's the anecdote? That's annoying. Those I mean, guys... I don't suppose it's supposed to be funny, but where's the interest? Where's the anecdote? There's not, yeah, listen to that at home going, right. while DJs fly on private jets, how interesting. Who gives a shit? Who gives a tossers? Here's, shit. well, not tossers, good for Like them. you say, no, like you say, when we, while they were flying on the private jet. Want to know what's funny? While they were pri- flying on a private jet, we had to go and We get were on sponsored by Spirit. Spirit Airlines. Now, I don't know if you've ever been on Spirit Airlines, but that airline will break a spirit. <laughs> it's a type of airline where you get on and a, a, a guy comes on at the end of the, and he goes, one uh, of the custom, one of the passengers. Sir, ma'am, I've fallen on hard times. And I, and he's it's like, begging. hey, you want to get on? It's a dollar to fly from LA to Denver, but you've got to go via Abu Dhabi and you leave at 2.30 a.m. on Thursday and you'll arrive in Denver at 5 p.m. on Thursday of the following week. It's only it's only a dollar for the flight, but you've got to pay for any luggage. And how many shoes are you wearing? You're wearing two oh, shoes? Oh, you have two arms. Well, that's uh, an extra $150 for the second arm. But you get one shoe for free. You want to use the bathroom? Yeah, it's one dollar. Go to the front and ask for the key and it comes on like a wooden spoon. You need four quarters. (laughs) (laughs) You're walking up and down seeing if anyone can break a book. Really bad Spirit Airlines. So yeah, that's funny to me. I mean, and you're laughing at us, of course. It wasn't funny at the time, but you know. It uh, was funny at the time. It was funny at the time. If you've got a sense of humour about those type of things. Well, it was funny that they were all getting on private jets and we were getting on Spirit Airlines. Yeah. Felt like we was going to get mugged on there. Yeah, cringe, but you know, the funny is in the suck, so I don't know what we can tell them about the time we got arrested for a felony. I'm yet to think if there's any DJ out there who's got a wilder story than ending up in jail on felony charges. Felony is like murder, Just for going by to the work. way, capital murder. And if we get a felony uh, prosecution... Or manslaughter, or attempted murder, it's not, yeah. it's not like, you know, it's stealing, not stealing a, candy a candy bar. bar or, you know... Yeah, driving without... Uh, Which, uh, by the way, if you go to Walmart, Costco, steal candy bars. Yeah, I'm ser- serious. I, I, one time I went to a, a store, I bought three candy bars and they only charged me for two and the person I was with was like, that's so wrong, you should go back and tell them about the third one. Fuck them, I'm not telling them. They're too stupid to count, be able to count to three. And they're making a lot of money out of this. Yeah, well. Walmart, are they not like... Laying really off re- the staff so they can have one of those... Um, uh, um, what do you call it? The automated self-checkout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I scan this bar three times and it doesn't go through, I'm taking no, out. I, I'm so I didn't realise I worked here. Mm-hmm. I don't have my name badge. One, no, twice, seriously. Three, you know what? Have I'm you, out of here. When I do the, automated, the, the automated swipe and pat yourself, honestly, one in every four items is coming yeah, home. Screw them. Screw them. So, Steal from the grocery store. <laughs> 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 so 
So we got, we got. Uh, in, it's uh, not I'm about getting all too comfortable with walking into banks with a mask on. It's not about money. It's the principle. As, 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 as it gets harder and harder to pay our bills, and I start to feel more and more comfortable walking into certain outlets wearing a mask, I'm like. Hmm. Yeah, don't, don't, not the independent guys. Don't steal from the little guys. I don't want you robbing a bank or stealing from Walmart and blaming us, by the way. We're joking. Blame me all you want. I don't care. Yeah, Yeah. I said it. Yeah, Yeah, just what I don't want is you going in there stealing from some small independent person where that candy bar makes a lot of money. But Walmart. If there's any way you can get something out of Amazon right now, I'd I'd have to give you a round of applause. There's always a grift. There's There's got to be a a glitch in the system somewhere. But uh, yeah, so we ended up being charged for a felony for playing in a nightclub basically it was in scottsdale we played there one week a sunday night sold out show and he decided there was enough to, the t- sound system that night was incredibly low incredibly low way too quiet clearly a problem but we did it with a smile on our face um yeah we couldn't give the performance we wanted because the sound system was you could talk over it so yeah, we did we did a show uh, in Scottsdale. The sound system was terrible. Mm-hmm. We left, and some of the crowd got upset about it. But we got through. Let us know about we left it the show. We told our management and agent. Thinking well, no, because our management and agent called us on Monday and said, "Hey, they think they can sell a second show out." Uh, next, next week. week and we're like wait this is first of all that seems awfully close and second of all they've got a problem with the sound system do they acknowledge that yeah they acknowledge there's something going on that they're dealing with but they've dealt with it second week is going to be much better we went back the second week it was pretty much the same maybe a yeah. little bit better it was negligible like if you go to a taylor swift concert and you're standing in the back and you can't hear it you're going to tweet Taylor Swift, that show sucked. TMZ is going to report Taylor yeah, the, Swift. The headline's going to be Taylor Swift show, t- Taylor Swift fans furious as Taylor Swift show, you know, fails due to volume. They're not going to blame the sound tech. They're going to blame Taylor Swift. So the second time we went back, it may have been worse. We get back home. No, it was the, probably the same. And we pretty much went through the same situation. We got through and we thought, okay, Really bad, really bad. The really crowd quiet. were getting increasingly more angry. We're getting increasingly more tweets. Turn the sound system up. They're coming up to us. Just turn the sound system up. Turn we can't it up. hear it about a table at the back of the room. We can't hear and it. And we're saying, to, we, we don't control that, mate. We don't. Brutal, brutal, brutal two hours. But we got through. We got a phone call on Monday for the third week. Hey, they want you back. I'm like, no, guys, what, what on earth is going on here? Why? There's so many other acts that they could have. They don't need us every single week. What's going on? They did we... mention, see, the thing is they had mentioned to us that they had a schedule of DJs. And and so we and were like, you know what? We were like to our agent, you know what? They're pulling out. They're pulling Those out. Those DJs are pulling out because of there's an issue. <laughs> and we're, as usual, as I'll usual, get the twins. They're canaries. They'll do anything. Get the twins up here. Yeah. They can take what anything. Is, is there any other DJ? So we've got a booking in Fallujah. Are there any other DJs? <laughs> oh, remember when, remember when we were supposed, any other DJs supposed to go to, to like Venezuela and it was like a civil war? Yeah. <laughs> like, are there any other DJs that have been there? No, no. You guys are going to be the first. Oh, I get what's going on here. We'll send the EC twins and if they come back alive, the rest of us can go and cash in. But if they get Once killed... Once the EC twins make money there and it's successful, you right. know, then Calvin Harris will come in there. Yeah. But if <laughs> a they million get, dollars. If they get killed, at least we didn't kill Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the third show we go and we, we say to them, listen, make sure... We, we complained this time. We told them, make sure... The sound system is adequate. There's just somebody admit that there's a problem with the sound system. And we turned up the third time. 
We didn't get any. Nobody met us at the hotel, so we walked to our own show. There was nobody at the show to meet us. We kept in terms of there was lots of people. The show was sold out again, but there was nobody in terms of an authority figure to walk us in, walk us to. Yeah, the a deck. representative of the club. There's no representative of the club, so we go behind the turntables and we're saying to the other DJ, "Is there a manager, a supervisor, a sound tech, somebody we can talk to? This is really bad. The sound's worse than the last time we came." We met, messaged our management and our agents and said, "We can't go on. This is bad." Like. The, the crowd are starting to say, turn it up, turn it up. And we go on and Alistair said, turn our monitor speaker. The monitor speaker is the little speaker we have behind the deck so we can So we can mix. mix. I noticed because when the first, uh, when the first the beat dropped, mm. nobody really danced. And that's when I said, kill the music. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's no music yeah. going on There was here. no reaction to that drop. They didn't yeah. hear it. And then the cops come in, all the crowd's holding them back. No, they're the EC twins, they're cool, they're cool. We're vouching for them. I'm like, like, like the cops are going to go, oh, the EC oh, twins. This, oh, that, actually, you're we, right. That is the EC twins. I didn't realize. Diplomatic immunity. You we guys didn't realize it was you guys. Like, who Sorry. the hell are the EC twins? Move. And they came to us and they said, right, we need to, we need to talk to you. Is it okay if we talk to you? If that ever happens, uh, I'm going to advise you. To not talk to the cops. Same that way. includes when you're inevitably caught for stealing from Walmart. <laughs> Just don't <laughs> talk to the cops. What you say every time, the only thing you say is, I need to speak. get me a lawyer. No get comment. Lawyer. Just say no lawyer. comment. No comment's not even going to work. You're going to say it. And they don't take you out of those rooms if you've watched Making a Murderer. Mm. That investigation is not over until you say, oh, I've get me a lawyer. Get me a lawyer. I've watched more of them. Get me. And what do they say? They end it when they say, no, get me a lawyer. No, they see these no comment guys. Yeah, that's I've right. seen people who basically... Yeah, but go, no comment is no comment. They'll leave you in there for a week saying no comment. Oh, yeah, do they, they, they? The point... That, Let's the, see how long they last. Right, okay, but the point that you say, I need a lawyer, it's over for them. Okay, get me yeah, a lawyer. I'm not speaking. My lawyer's speaking. You can't speak to me anymore. Get a lawyer. Mm. so that's what you say we didn't we said sure buddy you can talk to us they separate us which was weird and so once they've separated you and you're talking like as if you're hanging out with your mates you can only tell them the truth so they say to me do you control the volume in here and i say no just this little speaker bad idea that's already too much technical you know basically they said you control the volume he said no just this speaker and what they heard was some of it yeah <laughs> they heard, what yes, they heard was yes Yes, I control the volume. They asked me the same question. I answered exactly the same. I was still like thinking. Well, I actually said to them, we knew there was a problem with the sound. We All knew right. because, because yeah, we had a problem with the sound. I was more just confused. They didn't think it was weird until when I left. He said, which hotel you're staying in? And I said, the W just right there. And he said, well, we may need to come and visit you tomorrow. And I was really, literally, I think, really, what? never mind. I just want to get out of here. Anyhow, we got out of there. Sort of laughed about it, said to our agent and manager, yeah, the cops showed up. It was brutal. And then about a week later, we got a summons to appear in court. So we had to get lawyered up. Called our entertainment lawyer, who put us through to a lawyer in Scottsdale. We basically walked in there like... My cousin Vinny. That's it. <clears throat> what about everything we talked about? Well, I get a little nervous. A little there. nervous. I'm getting better. <laughs> the two utes, Your Honour, the two... Anyway, God bless him. Uh, we had to fly in from Vegas, put ourselves in a hotel. Yeah, we got a phone call. You've got to be in, in court in Arizona tomorrow. So we were in Vegas for meetings and for shows. And we flew straight to Scottsdale, Mark. We landed in Scottsdale, Mark, went to the hotel, went to bed. I went straight out. On I sort of read that blue is a trustworthy color and figured I'll put on a blue shirt and try my best to look like preppy and sort of presentable and innocent. Mark turned up because he's a pussy. 
Because he's, he's a fucking do-gooder. <laughs> and uh, Alistair went out. And I went out when we got to Scotland. I didn't sleep all night. I had a shower in the morning and went straight to court. I turned up. I may as well have been chewing a toothpick. I turned up with my hair all wet and slick. I looked like Razor Ramon. Sunglasses <laughs> on, like, watching there like John Wayne through the saloon doors. I thought, oh. Oh, I was tired. We're going Whoa. down. We're going I was down. tired. Anyway, um... When we got to the court, we tried walking in and they said, oh, no, no, you're, you're actually around the corner. And it, it was like that scene on Goodfellas with, what was it? What is her name? Is it Elaine Bracco? Is Something that like that. Or? Yeah, where Robert De Niro's like, yeah, just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we keep walking to the county jail. And when we get to the jail, <clears throat> I'm like, oh, no, no, we're in court. This is the jail. And we, but we start for, for a laugh. We start throwing fake gang signs. Yeah, we took a picture of Instagram of us throwing a gang sign. With and they're the like, hey, stop messing around. Get in here. And everything moved pretty quick after that. The second we walked in there, it was it was as if they were expecting I us. And only us. Yeah, it was weird. Because they didn't ask any questions. He just <coughs> took us in, took our belts, our shoelaces. Put us through the metal detectors. Put the handcuffs on us and we're going, oh, no, listen. Oh, there's been oh, a I, misunderstanding. Oh, I, been, oh, I think there's been a misunderstanding. Um... I know this isn't your fault, you're just doing your job, but do you have like, a, can I speak to the manager, please? Can I speak to your supervisor? <laughs> we, we actually, we're supposed to be in court today, we're not jail, court, and they're like, yeah, we know who you are, get in here. And we end up in a cell next to guys with... Well, we didn't end up in a cell together, we were separated. I can't, yeah. Yeah, we were separated. But def but next to inmates with, they were uh, yeah. chained together Black and they and had stripes stripe. on, and I'm trying to find the balance between not looking scared, not giving... That, I mean... You know where you just get rid of your lips completely. <laughs> uh, scared, uh, vibe and also... I went into my cell like, I'm a karate man, I'm a karate... Well, then why when you came in here where you're crying like a little... Pussy? Mace, do you use mace? You, you beating up on a man? You putting a man in a hospital? How come I don't see no marks on you? Yeah, because I'm a karate man, all right? Karate man bruise on the inside. They don't show their weaknesses. Just trying to look like you're not new to this. Yeah, like it's not your first time in, in jail. Yeah, and uh, so sat there for the entire day in jail, still trying to talk to anybody who would listen. Excuse me, sir. Hi, sir. Excuse me, uh, can I speak to somebody about where you're supposed to be at court? There's been right a now? misunderstanding. <laughs> been a horrible, horrible misunderstanding. <laughs> and uh, the next time we saw them, they came back in and took us through for our mugshots. And as Alistair had to look forward for his mugshot, he tried to pull off what I can only describe as blue steel or Ferrari, like Zoolander. <laughs> he tried to do that. What Alistair thought he was doing was... I mean, I'm going to put up, for people who are listening, go to our YouTube and I'm going to put up the picture of my mugshot. If there was a serial killer on the loose in Arizona and they put my picture on the front page of the newspaper, said... Completely forget that you know who he is. Suspect what captured what and they put think? my... My mugshot on there, you think, yeah, he Guilty. did it. My mugshot, I was still like, I can't believe he did that. And oh, your mugshot, you look like the preppiest, geekiest. Innocent though, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, when we finally got to court, it turns out we were being charged with a felony. Basically, to, to round it up, the, the club had been, had complaints from a neighbour about that she could hear the sound spilling out and it was there was a, a there seemed to be some kind of war going on between a resident who was 
angry about the new club's sound system. Well, and she the, ultimately ended she up under, losing. She ultimately lost. The, but that we didn't were, help us. We were collateral damage to the... Basically, the, the police had been and said to the club, if we have to come back regarding this issue one more time, we're charging you with a felony. And I suspect that they knew it. They knew it was going to happen that night. And so they, any form of authority, any promoter, any manager... When the cops came, Any owner ran. vanished. And so... It was our names that got put down in the books. They offered us a plea deal where the only charge was a civil. And we were really clear with our lawyer. We were like, wait, so basically this is like innocent. And it's like, well, it's like a parking ticket. It's a, a financial deal. $10,000 parking ticket. Just... Did I mention that they, what weight they said I was on my police report? No, you didn't. You... On my police report, it said Alistair, six foot two, 220 pounds. And one, at the time, I was 170 pounds. And I'm quite conscious about my weight. <laughs> yeah. They were fat shaming me, Mark. They put me down for 200 pounds. 220, they put me down. I what don't know what they put, I don't oh, know. They, I don't you? know. They fat shamed me, Mark. They were fat shaming me, and that's just not happening nowadays. See, I thought this was an arrest, not a comedy roast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, since then, we have, we have been back to Scottsdale. Uh, the, the last show we did in Arizona was right before you went in. Alistair had to have open heart surgery for an issue that he was born with a, a birth defect, basically, as a. I was, I was dying. Yeah, he was dying and he <laughs> needed open heart surgery to save his life, but he didn't want to cancel any shows. Never cancel, okay? If there's a DJ up there and you've cancelled the show because you feel a bit under the weather, you're a, you don't deserve the job. But it wasn't it wasn't funny by that point. You was going to die, and I'm, this is stupid. So the day before, Quite he had funny. to go in for life-saving open heart surgery, and he really was not able to walk or anything. We basically carried him on stage, and we did Arizona, and there were lines around the block, and it was sold out. It's a good and show. And it rocked. It was an awesome show. Which was a good thing because we thought it might be the last show of Alistair's life. <laughs> Probably <laughs> subsequently mine. Um, but that was the last time we performed in Arizona, so we fixed it. But there was one time in between. Yeah. Then and now where we did a show where... Well, we can save that. Should we save that for another time? Yeah, that, I think was we'll that save the, that for another time. Should might we save have even been worse the, the time we DJ to absolutely nobody. Well, I think you've told them too much now. Now it looks, makes us look bad. It was a long story. Let's save it for another time. Okay. There was a time that may have even been worse than being arrested and jailed for a felony. Exactly. I'd rather, at least when we got arrested, the show was full. Yeah. Have you, has anybody... I do want to say that it wasn't hard. There was some uh, mitigating circumstances that led to nobody being there, which... Yeah. The okay, yeah, no, we turned up for a show and there was a power cut before we went on stage. So power cut and everybody got asked to leave the venue. The power cut into the entire city block and everybody had to leave and the power and cut lasted left. for two hours. Two hours later when there was absolutely nobody in a pitch black city, the power came back on. And like, we, a, like a Tuesday night. We figured the club would just say, yeah, just go home. And they went, no, just go on. Go on stage, nobody in the club, nobody. We did the first 15 minutes to two people who worked at the bar, and then they left. <laughs> and the then we sad did the, the thing was, there were some latecomers who came like after 1 a.m. Yeah, like a handful, man. Yeah, like, but that was worse five. than nobody, because they were like, hey, where is everybody? And we had to explain, oh, there was a power cut. Mm -hmm. And they were patting us on the back like, hey, you guys are great. Don't give up. It's don't. just Arizona that sucks. We've seen you guys. We it's know like, you no, guys. no, you don't understand. I there was people was here. Quit. There's people here, but there was, was a power packed, cut. but there was a power cut. Oh, of course there was a power and cut. And they made us go on, they made us go on. Why didn't they just tell us, oh, go home? Just go I home. I just remember watching a screen that had, like, college football on. And it, I have no interest in college football. I didn't absorb any of the information. I just needed somewhere to focus my gaze to stop the absolute brutality. I just remember still selecting records, going, what should I play next? Like, 
what was like the, as if there was any read on yeah, the like, crowd. like what would the crowd want next because if just... you remember there was still one girl who for her it was like Beatles mania she couldn't believe oh she god was yeah I know she followed so me home close to the EC twins she followed me home she's like can I come to your yeah, hotel she's room she's kind of walking back and she's just she's not peeling off and we're looking at each other and she's like so what you guys got planned after this and after, you know I'll come like back to your hotel room like right? that you really just want you need to take some time on your own to just be like She's the one groupie who, who... Did she not just see what happened there? Yeah, are you know. still into this? I couldn't look this? her in the eye. Because you know? here's the rule. If you're on stage, whatever it is that you do, whether you're a stand-up comedian, whether you're a musician, yeah. whatever it is, you, you're you, going to get... You can fuck above your pay grade. Yeah. You're going to get <laughs> women that are out of your league. Yeah. That is just the way that it is. Like, we can be a solid... Let's, let's be generous and say we're six out of ten... Well, I say that's fair. I say we're a hard six out of ten. Yeah, that's fair. When we get on stage, it's ten out of ten. It's like, you know, the next day they wake up and they call their friends and they're like, I don't know, he was like the center. It was so gross. It <laughs> was so gross, Sarah. But you know, he like, looks in shape on stage. I figured I'm engaged to Todd and this could be my last chance to have a fling. It was. Horrible. I was in Vegas and you know Todd was still away in Iraq and I thought I'd have a fling with this DJ. He was like the center of attention. Everybody was paying attention to him. And How was the sex? <laughs> Claret was awful. He actually, he actually called me into the bathroom to tell me he'd achieved an erection. Claret, <laughs> he used the word "achieved" like it's something he was working he towards. It lasted like three minutes. Claret, he was sweating. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You never want to be that guy. The um, way girls look at you on stage is the way I've seen guys look at strippers in strip clubs. They look at the, the girl and they kind of objectify her because she's naked. They go, that'd be a really good idea to get involved with her. And that's kind of how they look at DJs. They go, oh my God, look at that guy on stage. That'd be a real good idea. And they don't realise most of them are cokehead, hepatitis riddled, philandering assholes. Actually, I'd say most of them are just flat, straight up boring. Nowadays they are actually. Nowadays most of them are boring. Hanging out with DJs is like going to an insurance yeah. seminar. And if you remember that night, we were on Spirit Airlines again mm -hmm. and we'd had to fly to San Diego the next day via like, I don't know, Vancouver, mm -hmm. <laughs> something <laughs> like that. And we booked the flight, it said, well, it's leaving at 3, and we thought 3 p.m. It was leaving at 3 a.m. And we so came we, off stage at 2 a.m. So yeah, and so if you remember... We, no, 3.30 a.m. We had to get to the airport by 3 a.m. We just needed somewhere to store our We had to get to the airport bags. by 3 a.m. So we just needed somewhere to store our bags. If you remember, it was $500 for a hotel, and then the next nearest hotel was a Motel 6, which was $59, and we were like, yeah, we're gangster, we can do this. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the um, proudest moment of my life, no. but we, we got the Motel 6 to store our bags, and I turned up there... It wasn't that bad. wasn't that bad. Plenty of TV, uh, some kind of virgin on breakfast in the morning. Well, like, like bagels Free and internet. Yeah. I mean, sure, there but was... But he wasn't going to rush... There was a prostitute next door who seemed to be turning them around hourly. Yeah, well, good mm. for her. I think maybe a couple of murderers in the parking lot. He wasn't going to rush to... If the groupie wasn't massively disappointed by the show, surely the Motel 6 would have polished her off, but it's hard to say. <laughs> we, almost, we almost got the Motel 6 as a... We literally Joke. thought, what is the cheapest... A social experiment. Exactly, exactly. We where, spent years... How far have we come in terms of where we were from, which was, you know... A, a really Motel rough, 6, I would have thought, like, Richie A really Rich. rough project. Mm -hmm. 
in between there and these five-star hotels that are on our rider right now. We've just stayed in nothing but swanky hotels for a decade, and we thought, well, let's get one of those hotels, you know, where you open the door into the parking lot. That's when you know it's bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? You open the door and there's yeah. your car park. So <laughs> let's, let's give that a go. And, 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 Still and open it with a key rather than some kind of a card or a fob. Yeah, we expected it to be really bad, but it wasn't that bad. Anyway, so that's two stories for the price. Yeah, and it? would it be fun to tell you about the stories of the, 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 the glamorous life that everybody... that That's an aspect of it, but the, those stories just aren't exciting. You've been there, you've seen it. Mm. At this point in time, does anybody need anybody having a thinly veiled boast exactly laugh at our pain that's much funnier <laughs> so yeah i hope the quarantine's working out for everybody just another little podcast to keep you entertained and uh we'll see you soon <laughs>